Yeah, yeah. Man, that was horrible. Judging's a lot harder than it looks. But not too hard to judge that pie. <laughs> oh, sick. I feel sorry for the apples that died to make this. I wonder what sort of loser could have made this loser pie. Mordecai, Rigby. Hey, guys, wait up. Oh, dude, how much you want to bet this is Margaret's pie? Oh! Hey, Margaret, how's it going? Ready to try my pie? Hmm, hmm. Oh! <laughs> yeah, we'd love to, because we're judges. <laughs> oh, delicious! <laughs> so, what do you think? Here's my scorecard. I won't look right away if you don't want me to. <laughs> we forgot our pencils. Welcome back to the Excellent Podcast. This is the podcast where we watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. I am your co-host, Josh, and with me, as always, is... Your other co-host, Jason. Welcome, everybody, to the show. We will be watching Season 4, Episode 4 of Regular Show, which is called Pie Contest. Pie Pie is all right. What what are your what's your favorite pie actually? <sighs> I was gonna ask you in this recording what your favorite pie was. Um, I feel like for me, I tend to prefer uh sort of like dessert pies over fruit pies. Like for example, I I like to have chocolate cream pie or like cheesecake, and I would choose that over pumpkin or apple pie. You know. I don't usually eat pie, so I have no opinion. Yeah, I feel like I, I would never really buy a pie. The only time I'll eat pie is, like, on the holidays during, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas. The only types of pies I would eat is if it's presented to me. Even then, I don't think I would eat a peach one. Because peaches are eh, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, no, I really don't have an opinion on pies because I don't generally eat them. I don't go out of my way to go out and like, hey, no, I want a pie. Yeah, I don't know. Like some people just buy pies uh, like regularly, but I don't know. I feel like it's one of those like it's a specialty item, you know, it is. It's, it's one of those dessert items that's lower on the dessert food chain. I would much rather have a cake or cupcakes rather than a pie. How do you eat a cupcake? Um, I like to do that thing where I cut off the bottom and then I put the the breading on top of it to make a sandwich because it's easier to eat that way. I have not had a cupcake in a while, but I remember I would like kind of take the wrapping off the side of it and, uh, eat the, the cake part and then mix it with the, with the cream on the top. Unless it has like... Unless it's one of those cupcakes that has the cream filling inside of it. I don't know if you've had one of those. Well, the cupcake shop that I used to work at, we specialized in our cream filling. We didn't have a cupcake that didn't have it. Mm-hmm. So um, I wasn't able to do the sandwich trick if there was filling in it. But it the filling was really good. It made up for it. We had this one cupcake. I think it was called um, the Cookie Monster. Where it was a regular mm. vanilla cupcake. And it had cookie dough in the middle of it, and it was so good. Oh my god, we're talking so much about sweets. Like, it's making me crave some, but mm-hmm. because of how my teeth are with, uh, because my teeth are very sensitive to cavities and sweet stuff, I have to slow down on my uh, sugar intake. Right. Uh, with sweets, though, just the other week, CJ was over and we made butterbeer from Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. 
Now that was really good. So how you make butterbeer, it's very similar to a root beer float. So you you basically put vanilla ice cream in the cup and then instead of root beer, you pour cream soda in it, mix that around, and then you you put that whipped cream on top of it, the one that comes on like a, the shaky can, and you drizzle that stuff with butterscotch uh, syrup and it's one of our favorite things to make. It's so good. I remember, actually no, just like not too long ago today, I was just trying to catch up on some of your videos and I'm on the part <laughs> of your England trip where you and CJ made the exact same thing. Yeah, I was thinking of that when uh, when I was telling that story just now. Well, it, it's super cool that you're that you're watching it because as you can see, we do love our butterbeer. I can see that. At my work today, we had a, a little staff lunch and we catered Famous Dave's. Hmm. And it, we, they also got a bunch of like bottled root beers for us oh. to have and it was really good. Have you had Famous Dave's? No. So I wasn't sure if it was like a like local to Chicago or anything or if it's like all like around the nation. But basically, they specialize in barbecue. So we had ribs and we had barbecue chicken and it was really really good that sounds really nice mm -hmm. and i have a bunch of leftovers like i got to take a lot home i was eating some chicken before we started recording and then for dinner tonight i'm probably gonna have it again i have some uh holiday ham right next to me how, how do you cook your holiday ham is it like honey glaze or is it regular uh i didn't cook it but it smells of honey Mm -hmm. so it's probably the good glaze kind. it is, it is. It, there, there's like the juices still in the in the little pan that it that it's in and i'm like trying to drizzle it over some of my slices Ooh. that sounds really good mm -hmm. but i would definitely take a holiday ham over some some christmas pie speaking of pies josh i'm looking at a list of the top five most famous pies according to instacart and I want you to guess them. Wait, so are we talking like flavors or? Yeah, it's different flavors like f pie fillings. Oh, you know? okay. Uh, no, uh, one of them has to be apple. Apple Apple is number three. I thought it would be number one. Okay. Blueberry. Blueberry pie is number five. Wow, okay. Raspberry. Raspberry pie is not up on the list. Really? Okay. Though um, I do love raspberries. Raspberries are good. Mm -hmm. Can I just go down cranberries? Because I don't even know if cranberries are thing for pies. Cranberry is not on this list. I'm not sure if a cranberry pie exists. I know that people like to eat that little cranberry, like canned cranberry jelly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like the shape of the can. I, uh, peach, peach pie. Peach pie is not on there, but I believe it was uh, somewhere around like the sixth or seventh favorite. Is there like, can I, it, does apple peach pie count? No, peach, it, every, every flavor I'm looking at right now is, it's just the one. Ooh, cherry. Cherry pie is number one. In yeah, the most okay. Pie. Okay, so I need two and four. Two and four. My pie knowledge sucks. Um... <laughs> What other flavor? What other flavor is there? Pumpkin. I'll give you a hint. Yes, that was that was gonna be kind of my hint. Pumpkin pie is number two, and number four is a little hard. It's kind of like an outlier, 
I will. I'll. I'll tell you. It's not a fruit. It's a vegetable. No, a vegetable pie. Um, what kind of pie that isn't fruit? Another hint. It is. It is a type of nut. Oh my god. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Um, I'm a chestnut. <laughs> There are no chestnuts roasting on an open fire on this list, but th- so this nut it starts with a P. Pecan. <laughs> Pecan pie is number oh my four. God. You wow. know, I, I I feel like I don't really. If I were to see like a whole table of pies and there was like a some type of nut pie, I would probably pass on it. Yeah, I mean, how does pecan pie even taste? Because. I mean, for me, I don't really like pecans either. I don't like a lot of things. I'm outing myself here. Actually, now that I think of it, whenever I look at a pecan pie, it looks like there's just pecans, like, like sprinkled over or, like, topped on there like pepperonis. But mm-hmm. I don't even know what the filling is because I've never had a pecan pie. That's what I was saying. Like, apple, peach pie, like, they're combi- or there's a combination of the two. So, for a pecan, it could be, like... An apple filling with the pecans on the top or something. Or peach mm-hmm. with pecans. I do. Uh, so out of this list, if I had to pick one, I would probably go apple pie. Only because it's like the golden standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite way to eat apple pie in the rare times that I do is where you put like a scoop of ice, a vanilla ice cream. Ooh. I think they call it alamode. Ooh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's really good. I, I do enjoy that. Um, actually... I I love having the little mini uh, pie apple pies from McDonald's. That's what I was thinking, because they come in like a little sleeve, and that's actually really good. I think Jollibee had like a pie thing going on for a little bit. Yeah, they do have those little sleeve pies. Um, so maybe maybe it's a convenience thing. I like the pies when it's in the little like hot pocket uh, shape, but mm. in the normal like slice, it's 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 all right. Speaking of hot pocket, real quick, I. When I was at Meyer a couple of nights ago, just getting like groceries or whatever. Okay. And in the frozen aisle section, they had uh, Hot Ones Hot Pockets, and I don't remember what they are, but it's like there. There's one that has the classic hot sauce in there, and then I think the other one that I got was was somewhere in the medium scale. What? I know. Okay. So I'm excited to try that. I'll. I was thinking about making a video out of it, but I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Should I just have it for my own enjoyment, or should I capture it? I'll decide whenever I'm hungry. <laughs> for Christmas, I got it's a type of game. I'm not sure how you play it, but it comes with three bottles of hot sauce, and they're <laughs> supposed to be like very extreme. Mm-hmm. And or it's like you you try to play a game where it's like, oh, if this happens, you have to take like a a cap full of hot sauce or whatever. Ew. But the thing is, on the bottles, they don't tell you the Scoville unit scale, <laughs> like how spicy they are. So you don't know out of the three bottles which one's the most spicy and which one's the most mild. You, you just have to find out yourself. What do you think in our friend group has like the lowest to highest spice tolerance? Well, Jake uh, has a very sensitive stomach. I do know that. Yeah, so I, I was thinking the same thing. Like He would be on the bottom. Next, I would probably say Ethan, maybe. I don't... Yeah, that too, because I don't really see him eating anything spicy. Yeah, uh, I I know Jacob, like, he, he he enjoys buffalo wings, so he'd probably be next. Mm-hmm. 
And then I would say the remaining would be you, me, then Ralphie's at the top. He's the most tolerant. <laughs> no, yeah, Ralph, Ralph has a strong has a strong tongue. I don't know. Jacob is like a dark horse to me because I don't know if he'll, he'll be able to just go for it and just be like, yeah, I'm fine. Or he'll be like, this is hot as shit. Shit, I want to die. Yeah, I was thinking sometime in like when I see you next... Mm-hmm. We could record a podcast episode and then incorporate the game in our breakdown to see if we survive. Is there is there a future episode where they eat something spicy? Let me double. I'm gonna double check. Um. Oh yeah, there is. Binging with Babish made an episode on this. They have like the hot infern inferno wings. Mm-hmm. I forgot what episode it was, but I know that that's a challenge. I would say that I do like spicy foods, and I'm like. I'm an okay fan of pie. Again, mm-hmm. I, I like the coconut cream pies or like the chocolate oh, cream. Oh, yeah, the coconut pies. See, now we're now we're getting somewhere with the pies. Now, those are good. And that's what we're going to touch on today in this episode. It's called Pie Contest. So let's switch to regular chat. Regular chat. We're breaking down the show. So we'll open up the internet. We'll ask them what they know. AI never gets it right. And that's what we'll see. It's a regular show. I'm ChatGPT. It's time for a regular chat. Sit down for a regular chat. And stop. All right, so welcome to regular chat. This is a pre-segment to the show where we say, hey, chat GPT. What happens in the regular show episode pie contest? According to chat GPT, in the regular show episode pie contest, Mordecai and Rigby accidentally ruin a cherished pie that Benson was planning to enter into a pie contest. To make amends, they decide to bake a replacement pie. However, their efforts turn chaotic as they face numerous challenges and obstacles in the process. The episode explores their comedic attempts to create the perfect pie while dealing with unexpected twists and turns. All right, we are going to channel that for now and see at the end if ChatGPT was accurate or inaccurate. So let's get on with the episode. Season 4, Episode 4, Pie Contest, like I've said that a million times already, we open up with a morning meeting. Um, Benson is talking to the park workers, saying, Alright everyone, as you all may know, today is the annual pie contest that we host every year at the park. And surprise, surprise, we're going to do it the same as last year. Uh, Benson starts to go down the list of everyone's duties. He says, Skips, you're going to be on podium duty. Muscle Man and High Five Ghost, you guys go set up the booths. And they kind of high five and Muscle Man's like, yeah, later, grandmas. Uh, Benson says, Pops, you will be in charge of decorations. And Pops is like, oh, rest assured, it will be a delight to the senses. Benson says that he'll be in charge of judging the pie contest. And Mordecai and Rigby, just go pick up garbage or something. And obviously they got the boring job out of all of them. Mordecai and Rigby are all like, oh, what? Why do we always get the lame jobs? Why can't we judge the pies? Benson says, yeah, right. You have no idea what it takes. And Rigby says like, uh, I'm just going to guess it's eating a bunch of pies. And Benson's like, no, it's not just eating a bunch of pies. Trust me on this. You guys are not ready. And Rigby says, ah, oh, come on. How hard can it be? I eat pies all the time. And Benson is still like, oh, this isn't a game, Rigby. And then Mordecai and Rigby stand up and Mordo says, dude, just give us a chance. Because you always give us the jobs that we hate. If you gave us a job that we like for once, we might actually be good at it. Uh, Benson kind of ignores them and he 
goes to walk towards the cart's driveway. He's like, uh, I don't have time for this. You you guys go pick up some trash or you're fired. And he starts to uh, he starts to drive away, but then Mordecai and Rigby chase after the cart, and we could kind of hear this rumbling sound, and then we we get a POV shot of Benson driving, and we see that Mordecai and Rigby actually jumped on top of the moving cart and are like sort of leaning over the windshield to talk to Benson. They're like, let us be judges. And then Benson freaks out and he slams on the brakes, making Mordecai and Rigby fly off the top of the cart. And Benson gets out of the car and Mordecai and Rigby are like on the ground and they're like hurt and everything because they just fell off. Benson's all like, oh, you guys were actually willing to put yourself in physical danger just so you could judge pies. And then Mordecai on the ground, he's all like, uh, uh-huh. And Benson's all like, okay, fine. But I warned you, if you come to me wanting to quit, you're fired. And then he walks off. We get like a couple seconds of Mordecai and Rigby still lying on the ground. And then all of a sudden, they high-five because they just secured the spot <laughs> for judges. So, did you notice that Thomas was not in the morning meeting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I was thinking that, like, it's probably one of those days where Thomas doesn't need to come in. Because he, he is just an intern, but I'm not sure how they operate at the park. But mm. I would also think that because he's an intern, he'd need to be there. Who knows? I mean, I don't think he needs to be there, like, five days a week. Yeah, it's true, because he, he probably only works at the park part-time because he's also a student yeah um my other guess is maybe the the showrunners they wrote and produced this episode before thomas was written into the story Mm because i know that each episode takes nine months to produce so that could be a thing oh geez i had a story about um mordecai and rigby jumping onto the cart and um (laughs) i can't go into too much detail on uh because it's quite serious but uh, it was a long time ago at our high school. This was before you and I even went there. I think we were in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. This happened during a play rehearsal uh, in theater. And I guess they were on lunch break. And there was like a group of friends in the in the cast that were like fooling around behind the school. And there was one, one kid had a car and all the friends were riding in the car. And then one kid was like riding on top of it. And they were, like, driving in circles, seeing how fast, like, they could go and stuff with the friend on top of it. And let's just say there was an accident. Um, the friend kind of flew off just like Mordecai and Rigby did. Yeah, he, the kid had to go to the hospital. Um, and every single student that was outside ended up getting suspended. They all lost their roles in the play, and it was not a good scene at all. God, pretty what, serious. Why, so. why, why do kids do the dumbest things just for uh, some fun? Kids, it's it's okay to have fun. Fun is always encouraged, but be safe, be smart, make mm-hmm. good choices. Oh yeah, because I, I I've done some pretty dumb stuff that like probably weren't safe looking back at it, but that it was next level. Like that was not smart at all. I think no, so, I don't want to say it. I'll I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> okay, what were you gonna say? Um, I was going to ask, have you done anything, something serious that could physically harm you just for something simple? I mean, nothing 
that's warranted as like super serious. Uh, mm-hmm. The only thing I, I could think about is remember back in high school, we filmed that YouTube video where we had to do like a stunt where we destroyed a microwave. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was so, that dangerous. It, it wasn't dangerous. My mom was just concerned that we would like, that we wouldn't get hurt or something. So what we're yeah. talking about is back when we used to do YouTube, um, there is this old video game by Rockstar, the same people who make GTA. Uh, it's called Bully. And um, I've, I've been like almost a lifelong Bully fan. And I, I made this YouTube video called Bully Scholarship Edition in Real Life. And in the script, I, I wrote this one scene where um, this one character asks the main character to, to go and destroy a microwave for him. And then... Um, and the reason I wrote that is because when I moved into my house, when my family did, something was wrong with our microwave. Like, it only ran for, like, 20 seconds at a time, and then it would stop, and it was super annoying. So we ended up getting a new microwave, but the old microwave was just chilling in our garage. And I asked my mom if I could use it for a video, because I knew, like, I was trying to get views and, like, grow at the time, so I needed something that was, like, interesting so I thought a microwave destruction would be pretty fun, and it was fun destroying it. I remember you and I just, like, recorded ourselves for, like, 25 minutes just beating the shit out of a microwave with shovels and 2 by 4s I remember, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but your neighbors kind of peeked their heads to see what was going on because we were making so much loud noise. I can't remember, but they probably did. Because I, I, I think I saw a couple kids from, like, your backyard kind of looking like what are they doing there was a there was a scene in that video where um we took the little glass tray that's inside of the microwave and we smashed it with a brick and it like shattered into a million pieces that was a good that was a good uh that was a good shot it it was very fun and then you and I like lifted the microwave and like just threw it down on the ground and stuff it, it was it was pretty fun do you remember the context of why the character took the microwave it, looking back at it, it was so stupid um so in the video game there's like different factions there's like the preppies there's the jocks the greasers mm-hmm. and i think the premise was where a one of the greasers wanted to like get back at the preps for something because in the game the greasers and preps are like rivals and he said like i want you to go steal the preps microwave so we could destroy it and pff, looking back at it, that that's so silly like, why would you ever do that? Um, but that's why it happened, I guess. One final thing. Do you think we have it in ourselves to do something like that again today? Um, we would just need somewhere to film it. Because, like, I, I, I don't have a backyard anymore. and it's I don't think any of us do. It's been, like, probably over five years since we've made a skit. Oh, my God. So. Has it been five years? Probably over five years, actually. So how, how long was it since... Uh, I think 2017 was the last time I made a skit. So if it's 2024 now, that's that's a long time. Seven years? I think, well, the last time I made a skit was with the guys, and that was a couple years ago. Yeah, but there weren't actual, like, crazy stunts in it. Well, actually, you, actually, guys, did th- you guys threw Ethan into a, a box coffee table at the very end, and no, that was fun. No, no, it was a real table. Don't, don't, don't ruin the illusion. Oh, yeah, it, it was. It was a real table. Such a real table that Ethan legit went through. So that's Ethan's story of going through some physical pain for some content. 
You know, I was surprised when I, so I wasn't there for filming. I wish I was, but I was surprised that Ethan actually agreed to that. Me too. Out out of everyone, I feel like Ethan's like the one friend who's always like concerned about safety, being like, "Oh, make sure we're we're like we're doing this," and be like, "No, I'm not gonna let you guys do that." But like, considering he actually was willing to be thrown into a like into a table from the top of it, I was surprised. So good job on you guys. Good job on Ethan. Hey, man, we'll tell him that uh, whenever, whenever we see him. <laughs> yeah. So we clock wipe into a little montage. Take it away. We clock wipe to <clears throat> the pie eating contest. Heavy metal music is playing in the background. And we see Mordecai and Rigby at the entrance looking at each other, feeling all confident as they enter in the pie eating contest. They're passing through all the concession stands, passing through everybody. Everyone is looking at them. Waving at him, all the ladies are like, "Ooh, wow!" There's the, you know, there's the judges. That that's the one character that you always have a crush on whenever she appears in the show. There's like, well, I see three right now. I'm on. It's, I, I don't even it's know. It's the what one, in, the girl in the middle, the one that has like the choker necklace. Yes, and the, the crop top. Yes. Oh my god! Now I'm looking at all three of them. Goodness gracious! Now the other two in the front, ugly. No offense on the animators end. <laughs> The nose kind of don't do it for me. Hey, uh, may, she she obviously likes pies, so maybe one day you can make her a cream pie. Ah, uh, <laughs> ew, you're gross. <laughs> Continue. So everyone's looking at him. There's a guy uh, talking to a ginger with wearing pie sunglasses. He stops the conversation mid mid sentence to point over to Mordecai and Rigby, and the guy wearing. The, the pie glasses has a shirt that says Pie Master on it. Uh, everyone's pointing at Adam, and they're presenting their pies to them. All the pies look fresh. They're smelling good. There's a really delicious, a delicious shot of a pie getting drizzled with what seems to be like chocolate, I think, because it's brown. That's the kind of pie. That's what I mean when a pie that I would eat. You know, like a, I would probably a, a ch- pie like that, like that. Yeah, you know, I like the chocolate pies uh, over um, over Pops' pie that we're about Ooh. to see. That's all, like, fruity and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Pops' pie is good, but, you know, I like the chocolate. Real quick, I noticed that in the establishing shot of the pie contest, mm-hmm. um, there's a little continuity error because the layout of the event, it looks like there's, like, a big, like, circus tent, and then there's four little panels, like, counters of pie contestants Mm -hmm. and then there's a bunch of tables and chairs set up in the middle um that layout is way smaller than what we see throughout the episode because throughout that little montage that you just did we could see mordecai and rigby walking through like endless aisles of pie contestants and sort of like the layout if you picture in your mind it's it's not exactly what we were seeing on screen but you know it's just animation i think it's just yeah you're right it is animation but realistically that is very small and i think it's all just a i guess an illusion or an exaggeration of uh mordecai rigby walking through every single concession stand you know feeling Mm -hmm. feeling tall yeah continue so we the montage ends and the first place that mordecai and rigby go is pops so they walk over to pops they greet him uh and they both ask what kind of pie did pops make Pops explains that it 
it is a cherry tart. And then he gets super excited and tells Mordecai and Rigby to stick their hands out. Pops gives each of them a slice of his cherry tart pie. They take a bite and they both agree that it's very excellent. This makes Pops laugh very excitedly and he starts commenting saying, I'm so glad to know it will be you two who will honor me with my 10th blue ribbon. But Rigby kind of stops him and says like, oh, well, hold on, Pops. There is a chance that someone else's pie will win. And Mordecai agrees with Rigby saying like, yeah, we can't make any promises. And this kind of breaks Pops down a little. He starts whimpering, starts to like tear up a bit, starts getting choked up. And he muscles through it and says, oh, I understand. Then I guess my blue, my blue ribbon number 10 We'll just have to wait as he's walking <laughs> behind or next to his stand where he has a whole collage of number one blue ribbons and he has like the 10th one on like a pedestal or on the top with the number 10 on top of it. Yeah, so it looks like Pops is supposedly the reigning champion of the pie contest mm-hmm. every year. But um, I-, I feel like out of every park employee, Pops would beat the baker. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Actually, well, maybe Benson. Probably a decent one. Yeah. Um, something like that. I, I do know that he loves chicken wings, and there's an episode of him making, like, chili in a contest. Yeah, so, so he he's a decent enough cook. Mm-hmm. So uh, we clock wipe over to the next contestant, who is Starla. Rigby says, so what do we have here? And Starla says, it's a rhubarb rhubarb tartlet is what it's called and it it actually looks pretty tasty like the the weaving looks good the the rhubarb inside of it looks appealing muscle man is standing next to starla for like moral support muscle man's like you guys are gonna love it starla put her heart and soul into this pie didn't you baby all right judges judge this and he um he kind of gives them like a, a fork full he doesn't even like give them like a full slice um, Mordecai and Rigby take the fork and eat it, and then they it kind of makes them gag a little bit in their mouth, but they they're still able to swallow it. And without another word, Muscle Man says, "Now give her the blue ribbon, ladies." And Mordecai is like, "Um, we can't just give Starla the blue ribbon." And then all of a sudden, Muscle Man kind of grabs them by the collars, being and gets all in their face, being like, "If Starla's rhubarb, rhubarb pie doesn't win, the next pie you taste will be through a tube." Because he'll be in a hospital bed hooked up to life support. And then he kind of like throws him back on the ground. Starla's all flattered by this. She's like, oh, Mitch. And then they start to make out. And um, as they're making out, uh, Muscle Man opens his eyes and sort of gives him the I got my eyes on you, Mordecai and Rigby thing. Um, so um, Starla's pie didn't look bad. But in this next scene, Mordecai and Rigby uh, walk up to the next pie and they're kind of being all like man judging is a lot harder than it looks and then rigby notices but not too hard to judge that pie and then we get this shot of like this very disgusting pie it looks like there's like i don't even know it you have to see the pie it's at 310 it looks like there's like pus all over it it's all like melty and there's like insects buzzing all over it and shit like that you know what it reminds me what it reminds me of that one scene in spongebob where squidward makes a krabby patty but it looks all disgusting 
it has that same vibe of it like the the art style looks very detailed in all that oh yeah so in in a spongebob episode uh listeners you're probably familiar like it looks cartoony but every now and then you get like this shot that looks realistic um that's sort of what we're getting at right here but yeah this pie looks like it's straight out the dumpster like there's like juice all like leaked out onto the table and it doesn't even like there's it's green it's like dark green and there's stink lines and they start to make fun of it rig because the pie maker isn't there rigby's all like oh i feel bad for the apples that died to make this and then mordecai says i wonder what sort of loser could have made this loser pie then all of a sudden off screen we hear margaret that says hey mordecai and rigby guys wait up and then before she um before she arrives rigby's all like oh dude how much you want to bet this is margaret's pie and then mordecai kind of punches him uh, Margaret comes up and Mordecai acts all cool. He's like, oh, hey, Margaret, how's it going? And then Margaret's all like, you guys ready to try my pie? Oh, and Rigby, no. <laughs> Rigby gives a hmm, hmm. First hmm of the episode. Mordecai punches him again. And he's like, oh, yeah, we'd love to try it because we're judges. Um, Mordecai and Rigby grab a fork. And they sort of like stab the pie. And as they stab it, like air hisses out of it like if they just like popped a balloon and then they put that the pie into their mouth and then they sort of start to gag <gasps> oh, delicious. <sighs> and they could barely scarf it down and they're like they're like beating on the table trying to eat it and just trying to stomach this down and then they finally swallow it like oh and rigby his eyes teared up over how bad it was. They kind of laugh nervously. And then Margaret, um, she says, so what do you think? Here's my scorecard. I won't look right away if you don't want me to. And then Mordecai tries to play it off. He's like, he's looking around be like, oh, we forgot our pencils. Bye. And then they just run off. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to say, like, come on, there's no way Margaret baked this, pulled it out of the oven, got a whiff of, whiff of it, and said, like, yep, this is totally winning first prize. I can't wait to show this off. Like, it is blatantly disgusting and rotting. Like, come on. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, how did she walk out of her apartment thinking, I'm going to win that blue ribbon today? She, and... I don't know. I want to think that it's satire, but it's really not with how the scene goes and how she's talking. She seems so excited. Like she, I don't know. Like I, can I make a pie? No. But if I made a pie and it came out like that, I would know. Be like, no, this is terrible. I, I can't show this to the contestants. You know, I, I had this thought. If we still had the time to make videos, I would like for us to try to all make our own foods and just present it to one another and we would each have to grade it it would sound it would sound really mean and probably distraught just like disheartening to someone else's cooking but i would like to see us all attempt to make something and then present it to one another i mean hey judging is much harder than it looks and we could see in this next montage take it away so Suspenseful music starts playing and we get to see Mordecai and Rigby kind of look around all the other contestants. We see High Five goes, 
we see Muscle Bro. Uh, next, we see Death holding a scythe, kind of holding it in a way where where it's threatening. Uh, and they're just getting overwhelmed by everyone's pies. And we get a quick little scene of the both of them running away from pies as they're getting piled on onto them. And they're just, again, getting overwhelmed by the amount of people and the pies that are being presented for them. And it's hard for them to just fathom how much judging is. So then we fade into the next scene where they're both in a tent kind of reconvening themselves, kind of conversating about what's going on. Mordecai starts off by saying like, oh dude, judging blows. I don't want to tell people the truth about their pies. And Rigby agrees and he says like, I know if we don't pick Starla, Muscle Man's going to freak out on us. Then Mordecai adds on by saying, I can't tell Margaret about her pie. She'll never want to talk to me again. And then finally Rigby says like, and what about Pops? He almost cried and we actually liked his pie. They both <laughs> sigh and trying to figure out what to do. They, fi- they sigh, trying to figure out what to do. And then Benson, wearing sunglasses, comes in through the curtain and says, Well, 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 sounds like pie judging isn't as easy as you thought, is it? And once he walks in, he's actually holding a broom. Rigby says, No, it's totally easy. And Benson kind of stops him there. He's like, oh, Whoa, 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 don't get all testy. As he pulls out a slice of pie from his back pocket, Mordecai and Rigby kind of get confused and said, where did you get that? And Benson says, oh, this? It's a piece of pie. You know what the best part about cleaning is? You pretty much just get to eat pie all day. I don't think I've picked up a single piece of trash yet. Obviously, what we're getting at in this scene is um, Mordecai and Rigby chose to be judges because they didn't want to pick up trash, but obviously it backfired because there is like no trash at all. Um, and Benson's just chilling around eating pies all day and he can't even find any trash to pick up while Mordecai and Rigby over here are struggling. So they, they were better off just like being trash pickers, you know? Uh, Honestly, I think if there was a designated bin for the empty pies, I think it would have been fine. I don't think there's going to be one disgusting person and just toss their pie pan like off to the ground or whatever. For someone else to pick mm-hmm. up like that's a little bit rude yeah because like obviously like events like special events are what they are they're a lot of work but mm-hmm. depending on what job you're doing it could also be very easy because i feel like for um i think skips was uh, in charge of standing at the booth in like the first hour i would expect skips to be busy just like sca- like getting everyone's tickets but then once everyone arrives for the rest of the day skips would probably just be chilling you know yeah i mean and he uh, was um i'm pretty sure he was in the he would have like partaken you know eating some pies as well mm-hmm. um that reminds me back when i was at the hancock so um they're used to it's an observatory where you mm-hmm. can like look out into the sky as you know um we used to host like special events up there like um I don't know, like, company parties or, like, wedding, like, parties or whatever. People, like, reserved the entire floor. And usually those events were super easy to work because we would just let people onto the ride for the whole night. And then by the time, like, oh, like two hours-ish later, everyone at the party will have ridden the ride already. Mm-hmm. So 
we would just be chilling there for the rest of the time. And we would also be able to help ourselves to the catered food that they got. And that was also really fun. It's always great to have, I guess, some of the leftover catered food because you never know if the event is going to blow or not or if it's going to be done in like an hour and the and it's planned to be like three hours long. Yeah, and there was always leftover food. So I remember one time me and my coworkers were helping ourselves to like the leftover desserts and everything. And then all of a sudden this fucking Karen that's like at the party, <laughs> she comes up to us and she's like, hey guys, what are you doing? And we're like, we're just on break. We're having some food. And she's like, um, that food is only for the people at the event, not for the workers. Oh. Um, even though we were there for her, you know exactly we were, but like okay and so we stopped eating and then like five minutes later we get a text from our manager being like uh hey guys so i i guess some customer complained because we just got a we just got an email saying that you guys were eating the food so don't eat the food like the, the managers didn't give a shit <laughs> and we could tell that they were only telling us that because they had to respond to the customer yeah Cause, but the funny thing is, literally after the after the event was done and everyone went home, the managers were like, "All right, guys, uh, do you guys want to take any of this extra food home?" And we're like, "Yeah, I mean, fuck, that's why we're in in the first place." Exactly, because <clears throat> like hearing that story, I don't even, I don't understand why she has to tell you what to do because it's not she doesn't work there. Yeah, and it wasn't even her party. Like she was there for the like for the the bride and groom or whoever it was you know yeah she probably like told to one of her friends like oh yeah i just told these workers uh to how, how to do their jobs like they should probably make me run this place not not whoever it is i think it's like year two or three of uh not a single baby being named karen yes yes that that i'm glad that that name has been just <laughs> eliminated because nobody no baby would ever want to be named karen after like 2018 you know i i'd give it up until like tw- uh maybe another six years until somebody was like you know what karen the name karen sounds good right now <laughs> yeah benson goes on to say about how as he kind of like eats his pie he goes on to brag being like yeah judging was the worst telling everyone what i think about their pies hurting their feelings crushing their dreams well just let me know when you guys want to quit and he eats the rest of the pie he licks his fingers and says oh wait you can't because if you do i get to fire you and he kind of gets all up in their face with his shades and he kind of laughs right in them and that's that's really really asshole of him um (laughs) Benson leaves and he's like, happy judging, fellas, and continues to laugh. Um, Mordecai and Rigby are like, ah, I don't want to judge the contest anymore. Then all of a sudden, from across the room, there's a little trash can. And inside of the trash can, we could hear this voice saying, I can judge it for you. And then they're like, what? Who said that? I'm over here in this trash can. Um, And so they walk over and they open up the trash can. And then there was this talking pie that's in there and Mordecai would be like oh who are you and then he's like I'm promise pie and then Rigby's all like cool a talking pie and he goes down down to like touch it but then Mordecai is like dude don't touch him and then he Mordecai is about to close the the trash can but then the pie is like wait I could help you 
the Mordecai's like, how can you help us? The Pi says, like, I could help help you pick a winner. And Rigby's like, really? And then the Pi's like, oh, yeah, trust me. It'll be as easy as pie. Ha 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 ha. And then he starts to laugh maniacally. Mordecai's like, yeah, we'll take a rain check on the talking pie advice. And he closes the lid. Um, Mordecai is like, all right, we got to figure out how to do this. There's got to be a way to judge this competition without making everybody hate us. And they kind of exchange a hmm, 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 hmm. So that's another hmm for the episode. And then all of a sudden, Rigby, he snaps his fingers. He's like, dude, what? I know what we got to do. And then he keeps snapping his fingers. And he's like, oh, man, it's simple. We just got to give everyone a perfect score. Boom. And then he keeps snapping his fingers. And then Rigby's like, yeah, if we give everyone a 10, then everyone wins. And nobody hates us. Boom. And Mordecai's like, oh, that's actually a really good idea. And Rigby says, uh, yeah, man, everyone's gonna be pumped. And Mordecai's like, time to finish judging this contest right. And he puts on his shades and, and then they go back out to judge. Uh, real quick, have you ever had to be in charge of judging some, like, organized event? Mm. Mm. I'm trying to, I'm trying to dig way, way back. Um, pro no, I don't think so, actually. Did you? This was back in college. So I was a part of an acapella group. Mm-hmm. And um, at the beginning of the year, we have, um, this was when I was a sophomore, we had acapella auditions for the incoming uh, first year students who wanted to join. And I, I had obviously auditioned the year before, and my audition went good. I got into the group, but then that meant that the year after, I got to judge rather than audition, which is really fun. So um, it was it was pretty laid back. Literally, like all the like members of the existing acapella groups sat in the audience, and then they had like a huge line of students outside in the hallway waiting to audition and it was one of those things where it's like we told people to prepare like a 30 second verse of a pop song and just sing it to us and you know we 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 were in the audience taking notes on our laptops saying like all right this person has good tone they they uh they have good range this and that i want them for our group so it was a cool way for people to showcase their talent, but of course there were some students that we'd we'd prefer to not have in an acapella group because um, I think it was like midway through the auditions. There was this one student where um, I guess they were like completely new at singing where they were like Ooh. all falsetto. They were all high pitched and then they were like dancing all around the stage. They They, they sang some like Beyonce song and then he like started with like his back turned and he's like bring the beat in and yeah. then he was dancing and then like he was just literally like jumping like picture someone doing like sideways jumping jacks and he was just going all around the stage just singing oh. and i w- i was kind of like side-eyeing i was like am i supposed to laugh at this or like i i don't want to be rude but like what what am i supposed to do um I don't know. I, I felt like I was I was a part of American Idol, like, because I was just watching this audition. Um, and, you know, obviously, like, I, I mean, no disrespect, because, like, uh, 
I, I encourage like everyone to like, if you want to sing, go and like chase that dream. But you know, y- you know. Yeah, I was gonna say like now that I kind of think about it, um, remember that, uh, remember when I went to Atlanta ne- last month? Yeah, and Ten- that was like a talent show thing, right? Ten- yeah, it was like a talent scouting thing. People, families got to go see their their kid or whatever. Uh, do oh, cool. try out for like modeling or acting or whatever. Uh, cool. So I I wasn't an official judge, but as a public part as a public judge, I guess, because you know I saw every almost every single one. I was like, yeah, I don't think they're making it. <laughs> yeah, you know, because like when when you show up to like those public things, like you're not a judge, but you could everyone in the room can sort of like have the same idea, be like they're moving on and they're not, you know. Mm-hmm. And I felt so bad because there were a couple of people that or a few people that like. Uh, for there was this monologue section where <clears throat> basically they could just talk about uh whatever for like thirty seconds or forty five seconds, and this oh, yeah. one there was one person that could not say their line for the life of them, and I felt so bad. I'm like, oh no, they they fucked it, they fucked it. What they like sort of choked up there or something? They they cho- uh one person stopped because they got really nervous and I understand public speaking isn't for everybody. It's not definitely not for me. Yeah. Um, then there was another one that just went midway through and then forgot their the rest of it. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely me. Yeah, you know, and I I'm a past performer. I totally get it. I've I've had a like production before where like I forget a line on stage and like everyone's looking at me and the the stage is just like dead silent for for what feels like 10 years mm-hmm. and you know it's it's not fun you know so it really takes a lot like the the performing arts is like a very high like it's respectable oh yeah it takes a lot of work um i remember it was the end of my senior year it was the last ever performance that uh i ever did at our high school mm-hmm. where um every single student that took private lessons um had a showcase at the end, uh, this was these were for voice lessons for singing. Okay. And we we had a little showcase concert at the end to like show off you know how you've improved and uh, everyone like sang like a like a solo. They sang a piece. You know like I did mine and then everyone all my friends did too. There was this one girl um, that was in another class where she got off to a really good start. You know she was like singing and the the accompanist like the p- the piano player was up there with her. And then in the middle of her piece, she stops singing and she freezes. And Ooh. I guess like she forgot her lines. And, you know, that 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 happened throughout the night where like um, some students like forgot and they had to like like uh, restart from like the verse or something or like they had to like they sort of got lost and had to get back on track. So I mean, it happens. Yeah. But this girl, she froze and she freaked out and she just ran off stage. We... She like ran into the hallway, and then um, as she ran away, the audience was like, "Oh, up!" and then just started to clap for her Aww. as she was running away. And like, you know, I, I felt bad. Yeah. It was like one of the. It was one of those moments where it's just like, "Oh, you just just like feel for her." Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's rough. Like, it 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 it, lo- it felt like a like it was out of a movie because you know you only really see that happen in movies where someone like runs off stage in panic. Yeah. I wonder what happens in the back. Well, I can only imagine just them breaking down. Like, I just fucked it up. I just messed up so badly. Yeah, I, I remember seeing her lesson teacher, like, 
like run out into the hallway to go follow her, ask if she's okay. Oh, but... that that's. Uh, is there a transition for for going back <laughs> on the on the show? So yes, having to judge contests like that is very hard. Just like how Mordecai and Rigby have to judge, but it's okay because they're just gonna give everyone perfect scores. So Josh, what do they do? So do we go through yet another montage? But this time, up-tempo music is playing in the background. There's Mordecai, a lot of montages in this and, episode. I know. It, it's making the episode go a little bit quicker, but eh, whatever makes yeah. up for time. Uh, so, again, upbeat, upbeat music starts playing. Mordecai and Rigby go through the concession stands again, uh, wearing sunglasses. And they first arrive at Skips' booth. They take off their sunglasses, pull out some forks, eat some... Uh, swallows and then writes down on a sheet of paper both are 10 skips is excited next they go to fives he has a ghostly pie and uh both mordecai and rigby's eyes start shooting out tiny little ghosts and they both give him 10 next is death and as rigby is about to poke into or rigby pokes into death's pie and a million crows start flying out Death is laughing, but he still receives a 10. We see Gary, who had, who seems to not have a pie because the pan is empty, but there's still sparkles coming out of it. Um, I don't know if that's an error or not, but... Um, I don't know. It's, it's probably some, like, magical pie. And you mm-hmm. can see, like, Mordecai and Rigby's, like, eyes are all, like, sparkly. So it did some magical effect on them. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so the point of this montage is, like, everyone's pies is like you could tell that they're not good but it doesn't matter perfect score so we end on mordecai rigby throwing up any pot any 10 every 10s and walking away we have a rain shot of uh scorecards with a number 10 uh going down and we see everyone gathered around the big tent uh waiting for something to happen mordecai and rigby walk inside the tent celebrating saying like dude we did it we judged those pies in the face at 652 in the middle of that montage i noticed that mordecai and rigby actually say an oh wait when at 642 um obviously we don't hear them say oh because there's music over there but they are blatantly like obviously saying oh because like their hands are up and then so um you you don't hear it but it is still there like like in canon i guess <laughs> them saying oh so I, I i put that we would count that one. Oh yeah okay yeah that's that that's definitely one yeah um i think this it's been a while since we've seen like a, an o but like without an actual o mm-hmm. but it is still there um but yeah so like josh was saying we cut back into the tent from before, and Rigby's like, dude, we did it. We judged those pies in the face. And then Mordecai's like, yeah, we did. Perfect score. Perfect, Perfect score. score. They start to chant. <laughs> um, and then Mordecai's like, huh, but seriously, dude, we're never judging again. And Rigby's like, yeah. Uh, Benson comes in, and he's like, all right, boys, it's time to go. Time to pick a winner. And Rigby says, oh, no, it's cool. We gave everyone perfect scores, so it's a tie. And then... Marta, uh Benson kind of groans. He's like, oh, no, it doesn't work that way. And Mordecai's like, wait, what? 
And Benson says, in the event of a tie, the judges have to pick a winner live in front of all the contestants. And Mordecai and Rupert are like, wait, what? And Benson's like, yep, doesn't seem so easy anymore, does it? And then Rigby's all like, oh, Benson, you gotta help us. But then Benson's like, oh, no way. You wanted to be judges, so you get to be judges. And Mordecai and Rigby are like, oh, what do we do? We gotta think. And then Benson's like, here's an idea. You gotta get out there and tell everybody the truth. And then he leaves. Rigby's all like, dude, we can't do that. Everyone's gonna hate us. And then Mordecai's like, well, we gotta do something, because then we're gonna get fired. But then Rigby gasps, and he's like, dude, the pie. And then Mordecai says, like, no, we're not asking that guy for help. And and then Rigby's all like, well, would you rather tell Margaret how bad her pie was? And then, without another word, Mordecai walks over to the trash can and talks to the pie. The pie is still in there, and he's like, well, 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 look who's come crawling back. And then Mordecai's like, can you really help us? And he's like, of course I can. Just say the word and I'll make picking the winner as easy as pie. And Rigby's like, okay, but can you stop talking like that? It's making me uncomfortable. And then the pie's like, oh, sure. I could use my natural voice. How's this? And it's like an evil voice. Um, so that's the first indicator that something is going to go wrong. And then Rigby's like, uh, probably better go with the first voice. Mordecai's like, look, just help us judge the contest. And the pie's like, not a problem. And then he kind of, like, squeezes some arms and legs out of him, kind of like GBF did. And he he stands up and he walks out of the tent. He's like, I'll call you to come out as soon as it's done. And before he leaves, he's like, one more thing. No matter what you hear, don't come out until I say. And Mordecai's like, what? Why? And the pie's like, just don't come out until I say. And Mordecai's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, the pie leaves and then they sit down and they're like, oh, problem solved. And then all of a sudden they hear some commotion, ruckus, and people screaming outside. The pie, he's voiced by J.G. Quintel. You can definitely tell. Oh, yeah, you could tell that it's just J.G. Quintel doing like a falsetto voice on him. Mm-hmm. And I'm realized are it's probably really far out but uh both was a promise pie and miss minutes from loki kind of sound alike like oh he gives me that vibe yeah like they're shaped the same and i i told you know when i was watching loki i was kind of wondering i was like why does miss minutes remind me of someone (laughs) and then i realized it's from this episode like oh hey because they're both talking i guess in a southern Texan Texan accent, yeah, yeah, but yeah. So Mordecai Rigby uh, are all relieved that they don't need a judge anymore. But then all of a sudden they start hearing screams from the outside. So then Mordecai and Rigby run outside and and we see that the color has changed to red, signifying that something is wrong in the episode. They run out and we see like, and we see the pie eating everybody he's he's grabbing starla he ate her muscle man screams out to starla and says like it's starla then he screams over to the pie and he says give me but then gets cut off as promise pie goes down and eats him so you'll also notice that promise pie is like 20 feet tall now oh yeah mordecai screams out to promise pie saying promise pie what are you doing 
And in an evil voice, Promise Pie says, I'm narrowing down the competition so it'll be easier for you to judge. As he's eating one more person, we then see Margaret running away but then get picked up by the pie and about to get eaten. Uh, so Mordecai and Rigby run over to try to save her but gets smacked away from Promise Pie into a booth. And it's too late. Margaret gets eaten by Promise Pie. He continues eating everybody. And then Benson runs over to Mordecai and Rigby saying, I knew you guys wouldn't be able to judge pies. But then, all the, and then uh, Promise Pie picks up Benson from the head. And he's about to eat him. And we see Pops on the other side, or on his left, on Promise Pie's left hand. Saying, was my pie so terribly bad that you couldn't judge it? As he's getting thrown inside Promise Pie's mouth, Rigby screams, no! And, and Mordecai then says, Pops, your pie was one of the best ones we tasted. And then we hear a rumbling noise. Promise Pie stops eating people. He, his eye starts widening. And then all of a sudden, Pops shoots out of Promise Pie's stomach and... The pie starts shrinking down a little bit. So now we see the the way to get everybody out. Uh, Mordecai and Rigby have to be brutally honest about everyone's pies. That way they can save them from Promise Pie's stomach. Yeah, Um. so obviously it sucks that I had to get to this moment where they had to be brutally honest. Mm -hmm. Because when Benson walked into the tent earlier... And he says that they need to get out there and, like, announce a winner. That's all they need to do. They just need to go out there and say who won. Like, they don't have to mention how everyone's pies were bad. They just have mm -hmm. to say the one winner, you know? So, if if I were in this position, I would just go up on the stage and I would have said something like, We had some amazing pies out there today. We enjoyed each and every one of them, hence why everyone tied first place. But of course, that means we have to pick a final winner, and there was one pie that stood out among the best of the best. You know, like Ooh, simple that as good. that. That's yeah, good. the con the contestants will understand. So I don't know why it had to like turn into some of this. Like, because what what kind of contest is this where they have to go into detail about how, ter how terrible their pies were? Like, just give them the number rating with no further comment. You don't have to mention how. It was like bad or anything. Just give them like a lower rating. That's I fine. think I think it was the the threats and the pressure from everyone. That's what kind of yeah, got I, them to that point. I guess it is the regular show universe. Like Muscle Man, for example, he was gonna beat Mordecai Rigby up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like Josh said, we found the solution. All Benson says. Uh, keep judging and then Mordecai says like uh I mean I guess Starless Pie was kind of okay but that does nothing and Benson says be honest you have to be brutally honest and then Rigby's like fine Starla your pie was gritty and it tasted like a sack of butt cheeks and then all of a sudden Muscle Man and Starla get spat out and Parmas Pie sinks again Benson's like it's working and then uh, Promise Pie kind of goes to stomp on them. And then uh, right before they're going to get hit again, Mordecai says, Skips, next time you bake, use a hairnet, bro. And then Skips gets spat out. Um, and then they basically just go down the list of every single person's pie that they had. Rigby says, Death, 
This pie was terrible. Sick to killing people. Mordecai says, hey, dude with the pie glasses. The only thing more tasteless than the, your glasses was your pie. And then he gets spat out. Uh, Rigby says, Scabatha, your pie was soggy and I found a bandage in it. And uh, Scabatha gets spat out. And you might remember her from uh, Cruisin. It's that same character. Um, and then the big ending, Mordecai has to judge Margaret's pie. Mar uh, Mordecai says, Margaret, your pie, uh, your pie, it was the worst pie I've ever seen. Somehow it was burnt and raw. It tasted like barf. And yeah, he, unfortunately, he can't really pull any punches there if it means saving her life. So Margaret gets spat out. And then uh, at this point, Promise Pie shrinks back to his normal size. And the red lighting goes away. Everything's back to normal. Promise Pie has been defeated. Mordecai's like, sorry, Margaret. Pops, your pie was the best. You're the clear winner. And then they go up to Pops and Rigby says, here's your ribbon, man. And then Pops gets all excited. He's like, good show, jolly good show. And then all the rest of the contestants, um, they sort of like cheer Pops on, you know, even though they all just lost. They were being good sports about it. Um, we never actually find out what happens with Margaret after, uh, which would, um, I would have loved to see that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I want to see how, uh, <laughs> how she reacted to Mordecai's brutally honest opinion about her pie dude i if margaret came up to me afterwards i i would have been like i mean after all that she almost died so i would probably be all like margaret i'm sorry but i you, you look at it just look at your pie like come on like I, was, I would say it nicer than that but at the same time margaret should have like seen that her pie was blatantly terrible Again, like, wh why did she walk out of her apartment thinking it would win? Yeah, so, um, everyone's all happy now. Mordecai and Rigby are like, yeah, and then they high-five each other. All of a sudden, we hear Promise Pie crying on the ground, and he's all like, <laughs> what about me, fellas? And then Mordecai's like, what about you? I think it's time to put you back in the trash. So he picks him up with the shovel, and... He chucks him across the entire park, uh, making him smash into the side of a garbage truck, and the garbage truck drives away. Um, the The pie tents and all the counters and the concession places are all collapsed and they're on fire still. Um, Benson runs up on them and he's like, Mordecai and Rigby, and then they're like, whoa, Benson, we're sorry. Uh, we didn't give up at least though, right? And then Benson's still mad. He's like, unbelievable. But Mordecai says like, hey. We judged that pie contest. We did everything we were supposed to do. You're just mad that we didn't quit, and now you can't fire us. And Benson says, huh, is that so? And Mordecai and Rigby are like, yeah. And Benson calms down. He's like, yeah, I guess you're right. So clean up this mess or you're fired. And he gives them, like, trash bags. Benson walks away, and everything is still in flames. Rig Mordecai and Rigby are looking around, and then they're all like, you think there's any pie left? <laughs> cutting to black thus ending the episode damn i would love to go to a pie contest just to eat pie all day but i wouldn't want to be a judge especially not after seeing that episode would you say the same would yeah i'd say the same thing i was gonna ask like would you ever enter in a food competition regardless if it's you eating or making the food 
Um, I would t I would probably join like a like a baking contest or something. I don't know what I would make though. Um, but would, it, it would be it would be a cool experience. I I would like to do it too. I know it would be horrible, but the experience of doing it would be nice. Yeah, and trying everyone everyone else's pies. Um, I remember when I was like ten or eleven or something. Um, my my dad's coworker, like one of our close close like family friends, he was having a Super Bowl party because they had a really nice like finished basement with a huge TV, Ooh. and um. We had, um, they hosted a chili competition that night mm. where a bunch of people, like, if you wanted to participate, you just made your own chili. And um, everyone, like, tried all three and then they, they voted at the end. And of course, you didn't know who made the chili. And it was really good. And it was really fun, like, trying different chilies that night. And again, like I said, there was an episode that is of that premise, mm -hmm. like, in a later, later season. Um, as for an eating contest, um, Depends on what the food is, but I feel like I could definitely destroy in that. Ooh, really? Oh, yeah. And we could also see a bunch of episodes like that in regular show, like with Muscle Man's hot dog eating contest and other things. But, you know, all this talk about food and eating challenges makes me want to go to lunchtime. Lunchtime. It's almost technically dinner. Lunchtime! <laughs> Lunchtime. Yeah, true. Like I said, I'm going to be having some famous staves after this. So, some trivia f straight from the fan wiki. We have an episode connection. Like I had mentioned, Scabatha made her second appearance since season three. And I can't recall if we ever see her again. But, yeah. Uh, we have a goof. When we first see Promise Pie, he has six holes on his face. But after he sprouts his arms and legs, they disappear for the rest of the episode. Um, and then I also had written down that little continuity thing about how the pie contest seems bigger re uh, compared to the establishing shot, but, mm -hmm. you know, <clears throat> and that's everything that I have from the fan wiki. It was kind of short today. Oh, so. wow. I was like, I was waiting for like a whole list because last episode you had a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Josh, why don't you just take us through lunchtime? So, in the Season 4, Episode 4, Pie Contest, who was the protagonist of the episode? The protagonist was Mordecai and Rigby. I agree. And who would you say the antagonist of it was? I would say that it's Promise Pie, and then a secondary antagonist, you could probably throw Benson in there. I'd throw Benson in there as well. Or, nah, I wouldn't throw in the Pie Contestants, because they didn't really do anything. They're just... They they were just pressuring them. Yeah. So how many O's or hmms did you count in this episode? So there were two hmms and there was one O. It was silent during the montage. Yeah, that one I did not see, but good thing you caught it. Uh, were there any adult jokes made during this episode? Um, the only thing I... Or there's two things. One of them was uh, Rigby saying that Starla's pie tasted like a sack of butt cheeks. That's mm. That's pretty funny. And this isn't really an adult joke, but um, in the ep in that one scene where Benson was like eating the pie, 
mm-hmm. he told he told Mordecai and Rigby, he's like, don't get all testy. And when I was when I was twelve years old, that kind of made me laugh because testy. Ah, I see. <laughs> so that that's not really an adult joke, but you know, just it's just a funny dumb humor. Thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's it. So even though Margaret was in this episode, uh, I would not say there's any Mordecai simp moments in here. No, no simp moments, but, um, well, especially since Mordecai kind of had to be brutally honest at the end. Yeah. Uh, so then would you say there's any iconic regular show moments in this episode? I wouldn't say anything that is considered, like, super iconic. Um, there were, there were definitely some parts that, like, people like to clip, but Mm -hmm. nothing that, like, stands out. Yeah, I got nothing. So, with the amount of montages used in this episode, I think there were, like, three... Something uh, like that. Were there any licensed music used in any of them? Um, no, there were no real songs, just like like music that... I'm pretty sure a lot of the montage music that we hear is inspired by real songs, but mm-hmm. no. The just... answer's no. So, on a scale of 1 to 5, how would you rate this episode based on memory? I, I gave this a 4.5 out of 5. Ooh. Um, which, I mean, obviously you would, I might as well give it a five, but I I don't know, like, it's, it's, um, I remember this episode a lot because, um, I remember seeing this episode, like, right as it premiered. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what I gave it. What did did you do? I would give it a four, even, even though I didn't see this when it premiered, nor did I see reruns of it. Watching it now, I think it is pretty memorable, only because of how... Uh, how fun it is to see Mordecai and Rigby judge a contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, would you say this is a skip or a must-watch episode? So, I would say continuity-wise, you could skip it because there's uh, it doesn't, like, impact the plot or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but for watching for the fun of it, I would say go for it. Like, I, this is an enjoyable episode, you know? I would say the same thing. It has to do with food, and you get to see some really good pie. Even though they're cartoony and animated, the one shot of the uh, of of the gross pie is delicious. I'm saying it with sarcasm. Yeah. But the one that was drizzled in chocolate, that one, that one is good. Mm-hmm. There's now that I think of it, there is a very very small detail in a much later episode. That Ooh. has to do with Thomas. Despite Thomas not being in this episode, you should watch this episode for like the sake of him down the line. Not giving any mm-hmm. spoilers, but you know. I think I... Nah. Anyways, so would you say this is a good or a bad episode? I said this was good. What? I also said it was good. What? I wouldn't say it felt long at all. It felt really short, though. The the pacing was like was good. You know that again. It's because all the montages we got. Yep. Mm. All right. So in the end, for the entire series of regular show, we have 110, 110 O's and seventy four humps in total. And mm. now that we've broken down the show, Josh, would you say that Chat GPT gave an accurate or inaccurate description? And remember. Um, it said that, uh, this episode was about Mordecai and Rigby accidentally ruining Benson's pie that he was going to put into a contest and they had to make a replacement pie for him. 
Is that accurate? Uh, I mean, in the pie part, yes, it was accurate. But in terms of plot, why? No, it no, it was not accurate at all. Yeah, no, <laughs> there is no part where Mordecai and Rigby like well, Benson wasn't even a contestant. So no, yeah. <laughs> all right, awesome. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Go enjoy yourself some pie, but uh, try to avoid being a judge unless you want to crush everyone's feelings. Uh, Me and Josh are going to go eat some dinner after this. Uh, But if you want to know what we're doing when we are not recording, you could go ahead and follow us on our Twitter, which is at ExcellentPod. Check out our group YouTube channel, which is the Schwam Squad. All these these links can be found in the description of this episode. Uh, Stay warm if you live in the Midwest. It's freezing especially in the chicagoland area we are experiencing freaking arctic weather it's been negative for the past like week dude my van got stuck twice in the snow my car doesn't start oh no do you think your battery went out yes oh man that sucks yep so i'm stranded for probably another week all right well yeah please do stay safe out there um yep and thanks for listening give us the five star rating on spotify and apple Podcasts, and we will see you guys in the next episode now get back to work or you're fired